If you're a long-term listener of the podcast, I'm sure you remember a time, I think maybe last year, when um, I told you guys that uh, some wedding planner that I hang out with was trying to get me up on the um, MLM game, some multi-level marketing. Um, I can't remember which platform it was at the time because, you know, over here in Abuja, and I'm sure maybe in Lagos, you know, these things come around every, I don't know, every year or every other year. And then after the MLM thing, um, talk about uh, cryptocurrency, uh, Bitcoin was big. And of course, you know, people thinking that it's a good, um, it's an alternative uh, source of income, you know, the viable hustle that um, folks should get um, involved in. And um, yeah, so that wave, the cryptocurrency wave is still uh, going on strong now. Uh, but you could say the recent flavor that hit that hit the market at least in the niger sense is uh the nft um, craze and of course um i'm a little familiar with it i mean there's a whole lot of uh stuff from the technical aspect that i don't understand but um since uh digital assets seem to be behind um nfts um jpegs mostly then as a wedding photographer uh Let's just say I'm in that space where I get to hear about it um, a lot. In fact, I had a meeting at uh, Tech Hub recently. It was supposed to discuss um, sales training. But, um, of course, uh, you know, in the chat that followed, you know, I mentioned that um, I used to be a wedding photographer. Well, I still am, anyway. But, um, yeah, and so, yeah, the conversation just flowed naturally into how I should try and take advantage um, of uh, the NFT craze going on and, um, you know, create NFTs of my own and then sell and make some money. So, um, yeah, like I mentioned in the previous episodes, these things come around in waves. And so it looks like this is the next wave of things that, um, people are going to try to see how they can make some money off on the side, especially for those of us in the event space who are, um, uh, photographers or graphic artists, you know, those sorts of things. So I guess um, you might be considering it or folks are going to be talking to you a lot saying, oh, this photographer in Lagos or this photographer in Ghana or this photographer here or there made some money by selling a bunch of NFTs. Uh, why don't you get into the game? Now, my opinion still remains the same, that we're better off uh, paying attention to the fundamentals of our business and seeing how we can grow that. So if you're a wedding planner, my opinion is still double down on the wedding planning or double down on the photography or the videography or whatever it is that you do. Um, you know, get the, get the fundamentals of your business um, locked down path and then you'll be better off in the long term. Then you can study these things on the side because... I think the real profits, the real long-term profits will be, uh, will go to those who understand it properly from a technical perspective and are making an educated choice rather than just getting in because they think uh, we can get in on the cheap and then uh, make some money on the back end. If you do that, I really think it's akin to gambling. And so um, just, I would prefer that. Instead of us getting swept um, swept around, you know, by every new craze um, every now and then, let's just pay attention to the fundamentals of our businesses and then get educated on these things. And then we can make, um, we can make, uh, what will I say, much more 
informed bets on them in the future. But anyway, um, since uh, all this NFT talk, there's lots of NFT talk amongst photographers, my assumption is that you, uh, wedding planners, uh, cake people, um, who else, spiral people, MCs, decor, you know, maybe you guys haven't been um, caught along um how I put it? Maybe you guys haven't been brought up to speed about what's going on in the rest of the world uh, concerning uh, things in the digital asset space and uh, in the uh, uh, in the crypto space. So the reason why I'm making this episode basically is just to let you guys know uh, this is what NFTs are, at least as far as I understand, because like I said, there are technical aspects that I do not uh, understand yet. And just so that you guys know what is going on um, on the horizon with uh, your other colleagues in the wedding and the event space. So, you know, your wedding planner, it's nice to know what crazy stuff wedding photographers are getting up to, uh, you know, creating NFTs and uh, making money and um, all of that. So just to know what's going out there, what's there in that space, because like I said, um, it's better to get uh, education um, educated so that you can make informed decisions about it in the future. So what's an NFT? Um, well, it's short for non-fungible token. It's uh, really hard for um, lay folks like me to decide, uh, sorry, to um, define, especially since I like going with working definitions. So I'm not going to bother to define what it is, either in a technical sense or to give you a working definition. The only thing that I'll say so far is that with the evolution of uh, the NFT game, it seems to be mostly concerned with digital assets. So you have a lot of people who are creating um, photographs uh, as NFTs. I saw this uh, Ghanaian um, uh, dude on Twitter, I think. You know, some cool Afro-futuristic art and stuff like that. So they're creating these things and then um, selling them. So now I'm sure you're going to ask the question that, okay, digital assets, I get it, but you're creating work of art that are essentially JPEGs. And of course, you're going to ask the question that can't JPEGs be copied? Uh, JPEG is a file format for storing uh, photographs. So if you're a wedding planner, most of the photographers you work with will probably shoot in RAW, but after they edit the photo, they're going to deliver it to you in JPEG. So JPEG is that easy format that lets it show up on your phone or on your computer or your client's uh, computer or um, on social media, on Instagram. So what are you going to ask that? Can JPEGs be copied? And uh, ordinarily, yes. But the thing is, when you're dealing with... Um, NFTs, when you create these digital assets, there's a lot of computer wizardry that goes on in the background so that um, in, the, uh, in the code, you can sort of like embed a certificate of authenticity. Not like you create an actual certificate of authenticity, but I'm just saying that there's code there that shows that um, this is the authentic image. Let's say it was me, for instance, and I create an NFT because uh, I take pictures of... Um, I don't know, let's say I take pictures of my toenails and I'm able to make wonderful art out of that, pictures of my toenails. So it's going to be there in the code, certificate of authenticity, that um, the picture is actually uh, something that was created by me, limited edition, 10 copies, and that establishes uh, the provenance of the work. Uh, provenance is, uh, gosh, how will I define provenance? Um, okay. Let's say you're into art and you, you collect stuff. Uh, provenance is part of trying to establish uh, the authenticity of something and the history of something. Uh, for instance, I tried selling my guitar recently. If you're a long-term listener, you remember that uh, 
um, that podcast episode, I have a um, Epiphone. It's a Studio Dot. It's modeled after a Gibson ES335, uh, if I remember correctly. So I tried selling it. There's this guitarist um, who uh, does lots of uh, touring. He's a Nigerian dude, but he does lots of touring. And so we got talking about uh, his guitar collection, and he has a Fender um, Stratocaster that was uh, owned by uh, Sonny Ade. And he was able to take the guitar and he cleaned it up, uh, did some work, and he was able to sell it to a museum in, sorry, not a museum, was that a museum? Or an art gallery in South Africa. And so he made some money that way by taking Sonny Ade's guitar and then by selling it. So now, the idea of uh, provenance, the idea behind provenance is being able to establish that history that is this guitar indeed Sonny Ade's um, own? Uh, was it owned by Sonny Ade? Yeah. So being able to establish um, the authenticity and the history of the item, you could say that that's like the idea behind provenance. And so that's part of the beauty of what um, the technology behind NFTs allows you to do. So the technology behind it is called um, blockchain. I'm not going to bother defining blockchain because I'm a layman and uh, I haven't got my education down pat. But when I do, I'll try and clarify in future episodes. So blockchain allows you to create, to establish provenance that this is an authentic picture taken by Tabishima um, of his toenails and it's a limited edition, only uh, 10 copies. So if people now buy this, the hope is that uh, they're going to be able to uh, speculate on it like, okay, Tabishima is a correct guy, he's a good artist, anything Tabishima touches turns to gold. So I'm going to buy um, five of these early copies of uh, his toenail art so that if I'm able to buy it at this amount, in five years' time, the value will rise and I'll be able to sell it for something else. So that's the play, pretty much. And that is the kind of thing that is done in the art world. So assuming this my guitarist friend uh, with Sonia Day's guitar didn't sell to the museum, you could have kept it for a couple of years, and somebody else who is also a music enthusiast would have been like, ah, correct, you have Sonia Day's guitar. Um, how much do you want for it? And I'll go back and forth, and eventually he'll be able to sell it for a profit, and then on and on and on. So that's essentially the name of the game, and that's what happens whether um, you're talking about... Um, um, you know, a painting of the Mona Lisa. Okay, no, the Mona Lisa is already uh, locked up um, in a gallery. So let me see what else. Uh, so it would be the same whether you're talking about a Picasso or maybe, you know, some hotshot um, Nigerian artist. So that's the same. So that's how people who speculate on art, that's how they make uh, money. Although some people are collectors, they buy to keep. So that's pretty much what is happening in the um, NFT uh, space. So yes, JPEGs can be copied, but with the blockchain technology, you're going to be able to establish its authenticity and its uh, provenance. And then apart from that, uh, blockchains allow you to do this thing called uh, smart contracts. So you can build it into, uh, it reflects the terms of the sale. And for somebody who had a background in law, for me, I think this is the most interesting part of um, smart contracts. Uh, yeah, the smart contracts and uh, blockchain, blockchain technology. Those are the things that I'm actually looking towards, actually. Um, how these technologies can be used to form the basis um, of uh, contracts and to show evidence that um, people did, in fact, enter into um, 
a contract. So people have been creating um, NFTs with smart contracts built into it so that you're not just buying um, the digital art, like for Gary Vaynerchuk, you're buying, um, for people who bought his own um, NFTs, he created some artwork of uh, cartoon animals that, um, cartoon animals are supposed to be, are supposed to be symbols of values that Gary Vaynerchuk uh, thinks are essential to blowing up in business. Uh, for him, he says uh, empathy is a big deal. You need to have a listening ear for your customers, you need to have empathy. Um, what else? Um, integrity, uh, kindness, you know, stuff like that. And so he issued uh, these NFTs because he, I think he, he has currently issued, a, uh, written a book, I think it's 12 and a half or maybe 13 or something. And it's about these virtues that he thinks are essential for success in um, business. So, um, yeah, the NFTs, the photos of the um, of the, the cartoon photos of the animals are supposed to promote that. But then when you buy any of those NFTs, you don't just get uh, the photos. You also It also now serves as a ticket to uh, conferences, uh, future shows, one-on-one uh, -on -one access with him in the future. And then another fellow, uh, Tom Bilyeu of uh, Impact uh, Theory, um, pretty much the same thing. So these are the different um, ideas and use cases that people have used uh, around this um, interesting world um, of uh, NFTs and blockchain. So if it sounds confusing, uh, don't worry, you're in good company. For those of us who are lay people, yes, it's very confusing. Um, so if it's this uh, confusing, then why bother with all this? Now, the reason why I think wedding professionals ought to bother about it is not just because it could be a source of viable income in the future if you become educated about it. But I suspect that this is the infrastructure for how business is going to run in the future and we ought to get educated. So remember, blockchain technologies allows you to build smart contracts and we can see that people in America like uh, Gary Vaynerchuk and um, some conference organizers are using it to replace um, ticketing and other forms of interaction. So um, who knows how long it will take for these things to trickle down to Niger. Um, I mean, already we've already seen uh, photographers creating NFTs um, um, in Niger and I think in, in Ghana. But uh, the other use cases, smart contracts, you know, how long, who, who knows how long it's going to take to get here. So whether it's five years or 10 years, it's possibly going to be part of the new infrastructure for how business is going to be conducted. And so let's get educated and let's learn so that if that happens to be the case, that these things actually do become um, the, the new infrastructure for how we conduct business in Nigeria. We're not going to be caught unawares. And apart from that, apart from that, it also will be a good idea. I mean, for those of us who have kids anyway, so that when the children come and say, hey, dad, hey, mom, what's up with all this NFT? What's up with blockchain? What's up with this? What's up with that? We're going to be able to give them a sound, okay, maybe not sound, some objective information that they can start running off on before they uh, make their own um, opinions. Because, you know, in this Google age, it's easy for people to just go and Google and find the wrong stuff and then get down the wrong uh, rabbit hole and then make mistakes. So, yeah, these are the reasons why I think even though we are event and wedding professionals and we are concerned about boosting our sales, we ought to still pay attention to all these things that keep coming up um, every now and then on the side.
But my advice still remains the same and my personal opinion, you know, the next time somebody says, ah, this multi-level thing is happening, this Wonder Bank is doing this, uh, let's do blockchain, let's do crypto, let's do NFT, let's do this, let's do this, let's do that. My own opinion is don't get confused. Solidifying, uh, consolidate on your businesses, consolidate on the on the fundamentals make sure your business is rock solid and then start you know keep learning about whatever it is whether it's um bitcoin or wonder banks or whatever you know learn and make sure that when you do uh dip your toe uh, into this thing you're making a firm and educated bid because when people try to speculate in all these things they lose a lot of money there are people that have bought nfts that have turned out to be worthless there are people that have said you know what i have this loose 100k or this loose 500k let me see what i can if i put it into bitcoin let me see what can happen and then they end up with zero and then there's some people who are like uh, oh no this mlm thing is genuine or this wonder back is genuine it's not a scam uh i know somebody who put in 500 and he removed 1.5 so um yeah i have my children's school fees uh you know 2m let me drop this two and then let's see if you can write the eight you know people try to do stuff and they lose money so concentrate on fundamentals of your business make sure you get educated so that when you do try to do anything on the side you make a firm a really firm and educated bid because things are only risky to the extent that we either have knowledge about it or we don't have knowledge. So if you don't have enough knowledge about the thing, then believe me, it's going to be a very risky enterprise. But if you're well educated, then the level of risk goes down. I know that some of you probably are not going to agree with me, but that's my own two cents anyway. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based sales consultant and media event professional, Tabishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording. And expect some follow-up episodes on this whole NFT blockchain thing, especially the smart contract angle. Um, when I get more uh, educated from all these uh, IT guys and girls that I've been hanging around with recently. So you all have a wonderful day. And still early in the year, so of course I can still wish you guys that uh, wish that this is going to be um, a really uh, prosperous and eventful year for us all. So thanks for listening. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.